This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio proudly presents The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. From the earliest roots of the Christian faith, music has played a central role in holy worship. For the next hour, let your spirits soar as we highlight selected pieces of beautiful sacred music from the rich history of the Catholic liturgy. Now, here's the host of The Glory of the Mass, Terry Ross. Welcome to The Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. Today, we'll celebrate the second Sunday of Advent and also a very special day that occurs this week on Wednesday, December 8th, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. The Advent season, which runs for four weeks up to Christmas, has its roots in the early centuries of the Church. At first, it was celebrated as a 40-day time of fasting and penitence. From this tradition, now not widely practiced, it got its name Little Lent. Certainly, the readings and sermons of Advent reflect a mixture of joy at the Savior's birth, life, death, and resurrection. I suppose you could say that in this respect, Advent is a kind of representation of the entire Christian consciousness. Over the centuries, the four different Sundays of Advent have been associated with distinct themes, although these are often shared around a bit. The first Sunday traditionally looks forward to the Second Coming and cites the Old Testament patriarchs who were Christ's forerunners. For this reason, the first Advent candle is called the Candle of Hope. The second Sunday focuses on John the Baptist, on his preparing the way of the Lord. The third Sunday, Gaudete Sunday, again uses John the Baptist as a symbol of the joy surrounding the coming of the Lord. And the fourth Sunday heralds the birth of Jesus and the events surrounding it. These pairings are not rules, but they are strong traditions. Our feast day, Immaculate Conception, which occurs Wednesday, December 8th, celebrates the procreation of the Virgin Mary without original sin. As always in these episodes of The Glory of the Mass, we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten. Five of them, called the proper, are particular to the day of the church calendar. And five others, called the ordinary, whose texts are unchanging, are used throughout the church year. These ten alternate with one another throughout the Mass until the final distribution of the Eucharist at Communion. Now, the first five are called the proper because each is specific to a day it is sung. These are the introit, sung at the entrance of the celebrant into the sanctuary, the gradual, sung after the first reading, the alleluia, sung after the second, the offertory, sung while the celebrant is preparing the gifts for communion, and the communion, sung while the gifts are distributed to the congregation. In today's special Immaculate Conception program, we hear them all except the introit. We will, however, hear all five parts of the ordinary, the Kyrie, the Gloria, the Credo, the Sanctus, and the Agnus Dei, in the form of Johannes Ockeghem's Missa Prolationum. The singers are the Ensemble Musica Ficta, a group based in Copenhagen. Based on freely written material probably composed by Ockeghem itself, this Mass has been called perhaps the most extraordinary counterpuntal achievement of the 15th century. Ockeghem, a Franco-Flemish composer of the 15th century, was the most influential European composer in the period between Guillaume Dufay and Josquin de Prey. We'll begin with the Kyrie of his Mass, The Lord Have Mercy, Christ Have Mercy, Lord Have Mercy, the only part of the Mass that's in Greek.
referred the Kyrie of Johannes Ockeghem's Misa Prolationum. Now comes the second part of the Mass Ordinary. This is the Gloria, the text of which is the greater doxology. Here is Ockeghem's setting, again performed by Musica Ficta.
We've heard the Gloria from Johannes Ockeghem's Misa Prolationum, the title of which signifies an enlargement, which Ockeghem's Mass certainly is in its complexity. Next up in the Song Mass is the Gradual Proper. Our text today is Benedicta S. II, Blessed Are You. This is sung for us in Gregorian chant by Gloriae Dei Cantoris, a choir based in Orleans, Massachusetts. our gradual for this Feast of the Immaculate Conception, Blessed Are You. And this brings us to the next part of our Mass proper, the Alleluia, Tota Pulcra Es, Thou Art All Fair, Mary. This was said as a motet by, among many others, Giovanni Pierluigi da Palestrina, the most famous and imitated of all the High Renaissance composers. The performers are the British group The Sixteen.
heard Palestrina's motet Tota Pulcra S. Now we return to our Mass Ordinary with Johannes Akigem's Credo, the Nicene Creed. The performers again are the Danish ensemble Musica Ficta.
That was the credo from today's Mass, the Misa Prolationum, by Johannes Ockegem, our featured Mass composer during this month of December. Now we continue with the Sanctus and Benedictus of that Mass, again performed by Musica Ficta.
During the Benedictus of the Sanctus, the celebrating priest will have finished blessing the gifts, and now he and the congregation say the Our Father. After this comes the final part of the ordinary, the Agnus Dei, or Lamb of God. In keeping with today's theme, we'll insert a Marian motet here. It's on our offertory text for today, Ave Maria. The version is by the Swiss composer Ludwig Zenfel from the 15th and 16th centuries. Oh. 
We've heard Ludwig Zenfeld's motet, Ave Maria. Now we'll finish our Mass Ordinary with Johannes Ockeghem's Agnus Dei from his Missa Prolationum. Again, the ensemble Musica Ficta.
We've heard the Agnus Dei, the Lamb of God, from Johannes Ockeghem's Misa Prolationum. And this brings us to the last official music of the Mass, the Communion Proper. Our text is Gloriosa Dicta Sunt Dete Maria. Glorious things have been proclaimed concerning you, O Mary. Here's a motet by Karl Martin Reintaler, a 19th century German organist, conductor, and composer. our closing communion proper in a motet version by Karl Martin Reintaler, and with it we've reached the end of our program for today. I hope you've enjoyed the chant, the motets, and Johannes Ockeghem's Misa Prolationum. And I hope you'll tune in next week for our program celebrating the third Sunday of Advent and Gaudete Sunday. You can listen again to this program, or to any of the programs in this series, and see our playlists by visiting our website at materdayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. Once there, click on the programming menu and choose the Glory of the Mass 170. As always, we welcome your comments. You may email us at info at materdayradio.com. 
The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a pleasant Advent weekend. This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit The Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.